Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Color Rush Episode 6 of the Korean BL drama series. I am really enjoying the series. I am looking forward to seeing if they have people do the right thing. If they don't, I'm probably going to give a retrenchment and say this is a low number. But so far, I'm liking this like as a 10. This episode was bloody hilarious in the beginning because it opens up where the last episode quit where the two boys are trying to figure out who's coming into the house and the probe has basically put himself in front of the mono to protect him because he's worried. It ends up being the ant who, I don't mean it weird, but the ant I really do not like. She is a private detective. She has a TV show and she basically has filled the boy who's the mono with terrible fear regarding how terrible monos act toward their probes. She also, I think, is the main reason personally that this story could go awry because I I don't mean it weird she expects things to go badly and she's told the boy ever since he was small that if he ever meets his probe he will do terrible things to his probe so I mean no offense but she's built that up over years she's very upset that he has someone there with him um the probe says I'm a friend of the mono and um, we go to the same school and she says my nephew has no friends so you're not a friend of my nephew and he goes yes yes I am a friend of your nephew and I love his jocular attitude throughout that entire scene it is absolutely hilarious he then asks the mono to please take him to the bus stop and they have a very fascinating discussion on the history of blue as a color and how expensive it used to be which I found quite fascinating I've always liked lapis lazuli stone but anyway as he goes onto the bus, he asks the Manu to please come visit him at his house, where he actually has some lapis lazuli. And the Manu agrees that he will come visit the probe at his house next time. He Then all the color starts to fall away at the bus stop because the probe is gone. And so the Manu's having to see all the color with his own eyes, which he can't do without the probe. Um, he also, for the first time, the probe did not put on a mask again when he was walking to the bus stop with the mono. And the mono did not have a reaction because he's starting to like the probe as a person and as a possible romantic interest. And because of that, the probe no longer makes him pass out. Um, when he gets back home to his aunt, his aunt basically grills him, says she's going to move him to a new school, and just basically kind of interrogates him for having the probe. Um, this in turn leads him to really freak out, stress out, etc., and actually start planning to kidnap the probe, which I'm going, you know, if we weren't already going to have a big problem, the aunt just created more of a possibility for that with her words and actions. And so he's now thinking about how is he going to kidnap the probe? How is he going to, you know, lock him up forever? And basically those kind of things. The thing is, is I don't think, in my opinion, this isn't something that... I think it's an interesting play because it shows the difference between desire and passion and actual 
care and love. And I think this is a very interesting series because of that. Because a lot of people would say that, you know, the mono loves the probe and that's why he's so desperate to be with them. No, that's not it at all. The mono can see the world in full color with the probe and that desire to have that makes him want to keep the probe near him. It's not really about the probe at all, except that they are a tool through which he can see the world. I'm wondering how this is going to play out. I'm very interested to see if the drama is going to take the tack of after, you know, the mono admits to giving in to his darkest of fears and darkest of, you know, intents. He and the probe sat there and go, we're not going there. I mean, I think it's very interesting in literature when characters have the ability to do great harm, but they pull themselves away from the precipice. It's not that, you know, they're not capable of great evil. It's simply that they're not going to go there. And I think that actually adds to their character rather than detracts from it. Though at this point, you know, I'm going, the is probably going to do some really stupid bad stuff. And then he's probably going to pull himself back from the precipice with the help of the probe. And they're going to find out that that's the reason they were supposed to be together in the first place. Because why would you have a mono who cannot see color, have one person on the planet who is a probe who can see color, and they're never supposed to be together because of obsession? I mean, no offense, that's kind of a stupid plot line. So I think they're really going to go somewhere very unique with this, and I'm really looking forward to the outcome of this drama. I think the new episodes, three of them usually are simultaneously released on Vicky, so that should conclude this series as my guess. If it's like the Wish Melody from Your Heart one, that was like 10 episodes. This would be 10 episodes. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with this here in the next week. And I'm hoping I still give it a 10 by the end of it. I really like the characterization of the probe. He is absolutely hilarious. And he also is kind of a joker. Like in Shakespeare, I always found the jokers quite interesting because, yeah, they were, they were jocular, but they were also had a number of truths. And the thing I think is interesting about this series is the probe knows everything that monos can do that can go wrong. But he's not freaked out by the mono. I mean, even when he comes down in this last episode and he sees that the mono has a mark on his wrist because he was trying out, how do you tie up someone? <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure where I'm going. Ah, boy. But he sits there and he looks at the mono knowing full well why he probably has that mark on his arm, and he goes, you're hurt. You've got a mark on your arm. Does that hurt? Do you need some care? Instead of sitting there going, oh, you've been, you know, testing out loose knots. <laughs> and I don't mean it weird, but that's, I think, one of the reasons I like the probe is, you know, at times when he could sit there and just completely lose it, completely freak out, he goes, no, I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to freak out. I'm going to observe this, and I'm going to see if I can get us both to a better head spot. And I think that's what kind of sets him apart as a character. I think in real life, he's um, a K-Parp artist that decided to debut with his own single this past year, digital album, and he was also in another band before that. But he does a fabulous job, and I really think he's quite good at what he did in this show. 
Um, the other actor, the Mono, he was also a great actor, but I have to say I really enjoyed the performance of the Probe better than the Mono, simply because he had cooler material to work with, to be quite honest, and better lines. And there you go. But I would still give this show probably a 10, simply because I think it's interesting how they, you know, show how humanity can turn their worst natures. But also, I hope by the end of it, that it shows that they don't have to turn to their worst natures. That they can sit there and look at it and go, boy, you know, if given no moral compass, I could do X. But you know, that's not where I'm going. And I think that's kind of an interesting little plot line. I'm also hoping that we don't have any harm come to the probe during the whole process. And it ends with, you know, being able to figure out the mystery behind the uh, missing mom of the mono. Um, also, there's kind of a little bit of a mystery with the dad of the mono. We don't know what his story is, if he's alive, if he's dead. Um, we really have no, you know, knowledge, except that he does not live with the um, boy. And, you know, the ant, I just, yeah, I don't really have any track with the ant because I'm going, you know, you raised this kid since his mom left and this is, you know, what you've instilled. It's kind of, yeah, sucky. But anyway, I'm sorry, momentary digression. But this you can watch on Vicky Rukaton free of charge. It is all six episodes are English subtitled. Vicky does an excellent job of English subtitle. And for me, or $10 a month in U.S. dollars, you can get premium membership with no ads. Definitely worth it. And I'm not being paid to give an ad. Shout out to Vicky. And also, just so everyone has a heads up, this series is rated R, not because there is anything R-rated in it, but that was what they have done with all their BL dramas. And there are really only, like, probably four out of the... 16 that maybe deserve an R rating and so yeah Anna's a little hacked about that but you could watch this series with anyone I would say 14 and up maybe 12 and up depending on the kid and so that is my review of Color Rush episode 6 of the Korean BL drama series check it at the round table bye